picture. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. It's me, Corval, here with another episode of Block Bites Daily or Block Bites Thursday edition. We got a Beavis and fan favorite. Welcome them back, Austin, on the show today. We're going to be talking about all kinds of fun stuff. We're going to be talking about BitBoy. I'm sure you, you're not sick of hearing about him. We're going to be talking about Shimmer. We're going to be talking about a little bit about friend tech, and we're going to be talking about a lot of projects that are kind of suffering right now. They're kind of dropping like flies. It's going to be a great show, guys. It's going to be very informational. Stick around. It's going to be eye-opening, enlightening. All right, guys, let's start the show. They take your money, then they take you down with them. Let's do better together. ERN, extremely resilient, naturally. What's up, guys? Austin here with Block Bites, and I just wanted to give a big shout out to the team from Shimmer Network for sponsoring our channel. If you haven't looked into Shimmer yet, they are a DAG-based, feeless layer one network that's highly scalable. You can learn more by visiting shimmer.network. What's happening? I didn't intro Mikey. Mikey, welcome to the show. It's cool, man. Feel bad, Don't dude. Sorry about, <laughs> about it. still in the void. And nice awesome. to see everyone. Fresh from purgatory. Right. Dude, I had a I had a, a fence guy texting me. My wife has been telling me for six months to get our fence fixed, uh-huh. and she 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 says, "Well, if you ever get our fence fixed, we can get a dog." And then she like like nine o'clock at night, I'm tired, and she's like, "How about that fence?" And sticking a knife in my <laughs> chest, you know. So I, the guy finally texted me back. I got to get it done. Anyhow, <laughs> good to be here with you guys, though. <laughs> we can get a dog. Yeah, that's even well, that's that's forward thinking. We have a cat, and he's uh-huh. kind of a little bitch. But don't tell her I said that. And and we got so many kids that a dog just kind of makes sense to have a dog. You know? Yeah, so, they can exhaust yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. We're drinking smart great around. today. On my one day, day, Celsius will sponsor us for uh, for all the shilling we do. Celsius we never we never out. closed on the Herman Miller sponsor last season, but you guys know who Theo Vaughn is, comedian. Oh yeah, he's no. hilarious, dude. And yeah, Celsius Celsius sponsors his uh, his podcast. Really, that's dude's, funny. The dude's that's our in. Yeah, <laughs> that's our in. I'll call up Theo and be like, "Yo, yeah, call up Theo, hook it up, up. up Celsius's, you know, and just go go to town." <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, you know. Wow, since we've had you know Austin here, uh, I I kind of wanted to talk about you know probably the biggest news that we're excited for here at Block Bites. Beavis, I don't know if you're familiar with this little uh, network, Iota Shimmer. You Iota heard of Shimmer? Before? I'd love um, to hear Mikey? about it. He's heard of it. They're launching next week, dude. It's gonna. I, I didn't just host a Twitter space. I didn't just host a Twitter space with uh, with Dom, the uh, the founder of Iota. I don't know about Dude, you know, when you were hosting that space, you were hitting on Dom so much. I was just picturing you sitting there with no pants on, like leading this space, like with this weird look on your face. That's the problem with Twitter spaces. We can't see you. So we don't know like actually what's going on. Uh, when, <laughs> when you're yeah, that's why Mikey loves things. hosting those spaces. I'm not wearing pants right now. And you don't know about it. Dom is cool. <laughs> Dom is cool. Uh, well, the, shimmer, the, shimmer guys, the Shimmer guys are like uh, 
in it for the tech guys, and I really appreciate that. Uh, I, you know, on the they are, but but I think now it. they're coming to the realization that they they really wish they had been in it a little bit more for the money because it, it backed them into a corner with what they had to do with IOTA, mm. with uh, some of the changes, and so they're starting to get more. It sounds like much more business minded mm -hmm. because. The reality the is like Dom, he's a real like crypto guy. Like he like believes in decentralization and all this stuff. And they started with those values like early on, but now they're competing with, you know, the whole market changed. It became commercialized and it became about massive treasuries and, you know, having more money than the other network. And if you want to compete, you got to have that now, you know? So. I feel like this is a classic tale that we're seeing unfold all over the place, isn't it? You get in it for the tech, you're a little bit of a nerd, and then you realize uh, money still makes the world go round. Uh, it's, That's right. You, you got to be able to, to you got to have a war chest, you know? Um, yeah, it's not a game. It's, it's uh, you know, the tech is, the tech is great and all, but, you know, my journey has been from security engineer, smart contract engineer, you know, founder, and now I have to freaking be the CEO and, a big like so many people have have like had held my hand and guided me through the process through the transition learning they they had to like reverse my autism somehow and uh you know now it's like now it's like i i have uh special powers uh which is cool but it is very painful having to um make that bear market shift because bull market you could just be the tech guy you could just scream from the top of the mountains mm -hmm. everybody's in love with you uh and then the instant the coins start to evaporate the anger <laughs> mm -hmm. and i'm sure i'm sure uh all the in it for the tech type guys have been feeling it for the past year yeah i feel like it's got to be especially painful uh you know because like you know austin's saying you know dom is like a very uh decentralized ethos kind of guy but the mm -hmm. recent play with iota right um i mean i'm not saying that dom himself is the one that made this call right he's representing an organization yeah. uh but needing to issue more iota tokens to raise funds right is that right austin essentially what happened you had to yeah i mean so here's what what they did and it's not government. like as tragic it's not as tragic as like people made it out to be but the big part of the recent IOTA update, and this has nothing to do with Shimmer. Shimmer's still what Shimmer was going to be. It didn't change. Um, but what they essentially did was they took a fixed supply token, right? Mm -hmm. Which was the IOTA token, which they sold like 100% of it at ICO for like a half million bucks. It really handicapped them. And what they're doing is they're forking it and they're expanding supply 12% per year over the course of four years, which of course people are like, you're expanding the supply 48%. That sucks. But I think in reality, people are not kind of understanding what it means because first of all, we're talking about four years for the full emission. Secondly, we're talking about like 60 or 70%, some large percent is going directly into an ecosystem fund to fund building on the network. It's not like it's going straight to Binance to dump on your head like XRP. Mm -hmm right it's yes there's an expansion but it's going yeah. over here also iota is going to be getting all sorts of new tech that they didn't have before plus they got these huge partnerships uh with with emirates uae and so there's a lot like happening that i think mm -hmm. i think you know and i understand why people got pissed off on its face it felt like why are you doing this <laughs> mm -hmm. i'll tell you i'll tell you austin let me i'm gonna be the one to interrupt you here 
Please. You're a big, you're a big shimmer head. As someone outside of the Shimmerverse, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um, and and I think, based on what you're saying, it sounds like something happened that made some people upset. And I will tell you, as someone who is probably Shimmers or close to Shimmers target audience, I don't I don't know what's going on. So let me give you a background. Yeah, Can I give you a background? yeah. Let's. I would. Right. I would love to. Since this, to it all pertains to Shimmer, let's just front. get into it. Right? Shimmer, okay. so, the sponsor of Block Bites. That's right. So you better sponsor. listen up. Don't we have it like <laughs> scrolling somewhere? It pops <laughs> up sometimes. All right. So here, here's here's <laughs> the basic drill on what happened here. So IOTA launched back in 2015, right? And their whole shtick was Internet of Things, right? Machine economy talking to one another. We're going to create. They were like the very first DAG directed ASIC graph. Right. Okay. The tangle. They still have the tangle. And the Phantom so Heads were scared of IOTA. Were if they? You recall back in the day, it was one of the other DAGs. It was like Cody, it was IOTA, Hadera. They were fucking. And Hadera. Hadera was trying to sue the pants off of Phantom. But all right, I digress. So my personal feeling is that IOTA was ahead of its time. The 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 buffalo they were hunting were not ready to be shot yet. Right. In, in that regard. <laughs> and but because they were they were constantly focused on that goal, uh -huh. they missed smart contracts on their network. They missed mm -hmm. DeFi and they just missed the true direction that that crypto was going for years. And as a result, IOTA holder help holders uh, missed out on a lot. Right. Yeah. They just they just did. And so they pivoted uh, a couple of years ago and they said, look, we have to get smart contracts. But for us, we can't just like launch smart contracts on the main network. We're going to need to have a testing ground, a place that gets all the tech first. That's yeah. where Shimmer came in. They forked IOTA, forked the Tangle, and Shimmer gets all the new upgrades before IOTA gets them. Now, fast forward to two weeks ago. We've got, um, we basically have an organization with pretty good tech with a huge team of like 85 people and they don't have the money to compete. Uh, they, you know, they just do not have the money to compete. That's the bottom line. And so this is, they've been chatting about this for a long time, for about the last nine, nine to 12 months. And the decision was made from the IOTA Foundation to do a few things. One, to launch layer one smart contracts on IOTA because it's been tested for long enough over on Shimmer. So they're ready to do that. Um, uh, number two is to expand the supply. And that was something, that's a promise that got broken because the, you know, obviously, there was never supposed to be a supply expansion, but they got they painted themselves into a corner and there yeah. was really no other way to go about it. And it pissed some people off because the community was like, well, why aren't why didn't you put this up for a vote? And really, the bottom line is, you know, it's like it's like somebody lying on the ground needing CPR and going, hold on, before we administer CPR, let me go ask everyone uh, to vote on whether or not we should give this guy air. Right. It yeah. just wasn't a decision they could give to the community. They needed to 100%. just fucking make it. <laughs> and so they did. And it was the right move. And I think over time, people are going to see that that was the right move. But it, initially yeah. on its face, it kind of pissed people off. So These are decisions I'm very familiar with. And I know you are. Man. If, if people are pissed off, uh, imagine, you know, being Dom, being one of the founders, being one of the board members who probably have a lot more freaking iota than any of anybody else. Imagine having to make that decision. So, you know, Right. What people are pissed off about generally is something that affects the decision maker a lot more than it affects uh, the person, you know, getting all huffy about it. And no decision is going to be universally perfect. Um, but right. 
you know, I, I think Dom is a smart guy. You know, he's my age, uh, you know, been super successful. Um, yeah. And, and I think they're getting really smart. Um, like him and the Nakama guys I talked to about deploying on shimmer, uh, about a year ago, um, when, when shimmer was first being talked about before some of the, the delays and, you know, I was super duper impressed. It was like, oh, these guys know their stuff. Uh, they're technical fellas. They're going to be really successful. And mm -hmm. technical ambition, like, you know, business ambition, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to close this awesome deal. You know, uh, it translates pretty well to people. But technical ambition, it, it's hard for a normal person or a non-engineer, et cetera, to understand, like, how long... Um, innovation takes and, and how long doing something important or valuable takes. And it, this is like the most impatient industry ever. Um, so yeah. I understand the vibe. It, it sounds like, you know, they need fuel for this ambition. Um, it sounds like they didn't necessarily have the right fuel. Um, but yeah, interesting. That was a, that was a good history lesson. Um, Thanks, man. I, I wasn't uh, ever totally aware of, but if, if anyone's unfamiliar with Shimmer, here's kind of what you need to know. Um, so Shimmer has been existing for a while. The network has been functional. The layer one, it's a feeless layer one. It's a DAG, a directed acyclic graph. It's got some unique features, like you can mint tokens on the layer one. You can mint NFTs on the layer one. They have specific UTXO types. So for instance, like I can send Bebus a transaction of 100 Shimmer, but if you don't claim it in the next 48 hours, it'll return back to me. Um, I can put time locks on it. I can say, here's a hundred shimmer, but you're not going to get it for a year. Uh, and once the time lock expires, the, you know, the native chain will unlock it for you. But so that's just the layer one. It has no smart, it doesn't have like direct smart contract capability to my understanding, but it yeah. does have the ability to have layer twos anchored into it. And so it what's does. actually launching is the layer two. It's like, hmm. uh, kind of like Bitcoin almost, or, and, and I know this is a meme, but Cardano tech actually is good. Um, <laughs> it's just like the the issue is it's hard to work with and it's hard to work on because EVM was such a huge winner. Ethereum was such a huge winner that if you're trying to get to market, you know, anything you'd be doing on a non-EVM network is essentially reinventing the wheel, which sucks. As a, as a developer in a fast-paced startup environment, it's, it's absolutely poo-poo. Um, so, so what, you know, this assembly network is doing and keep in mind, my knowledge may be a year out of date, um, <laughs> but you know, people say layer two, they say layer zero, supernet, subnet, whatever. It's all kind of the same thing. It's creating a modular kind of fabric, uh, to plug blockchain networks into, to maintain universal consensus and to provide an interoperability layer. So really, you know, what what shimmer is and and what it sounds like to me is it is a tool for them to stay ahead of the curve and and when you talk about modularity and when you talk about flexibility you talk about mm. you know really uh powerful base layer systems foundational systems the reason you develop those is because in the future going forward development is going to be way faster way more effective way more efficient and you can address any market as it as it sort of slides down the plate um, and that's the really important thing, I think, uh, ab about this move. And I think for IOTA, um, very, very smart. 
you know, they're obviously an, an industry leader in the uh, logistics space, which is really interesting and hard to penetrate. Um, and and I think if they can kind of bridge that connection, don't, don't laugh. Only that's what she said ran through my head. Is Mikey still putting his pants on? What What is going on? I have on no with idea Mikey? where he Mikey is actually uh, sewing some pants uh, <laughs> and them. actually knitting them. spinning the fabric, knitting them. Yeah, <laughs> so yarn. He'll be back soon, I'm sure. So, you yeah, know, wow. I... I'm I'm uh, I'm like a, a soft soft core shimmer fan uh, just because <laughs> just because I I like Dom and and Rob and the Nakama guys so much and like their and approach the has been very point. intelligent and I imagine if if Shimmer had been able to go live last September um, like we would all we would all be probably you know spinning around on there right now um, mm -hmm. but I, I think even so the tech is is valid and. Um, it's it's just about finding the right use case, and they've done the hard part, which is have a fleshed out DeFi ecosystem even before launch, um, which is very rare. Uh, so I'm excited, uh, dude. I don't even like their, get their excited about about tech any longer because I've realized <laughs> that if it, it feels exciting. if it feels the same to the people using it, nobody else gives a shit what's under the hood. Yeah, in my in the average everyday user. But what I do get excited about, I get excited about the ecosystem, like you just said, which at launch is light years better than mm -hmm. most other. Oh, Mikey's gone. Uh, is light years better than a lot of other ecosystems launch with? And I get excited about the community, and that's where like yeah. I think Corval and myself are really excited to start creating Shimmer content because, like I said, They're it's crazy. a big ass community. Yeah, dude, there's they, a lot of them. They missed out on DeFi though, and so the I get I get so surprised. You guys, you guys fire oh, off sorry. Shimmer content, and it's like a million people, <laughs> and I'm like, wow. And and to to give some perspective to some of the the, the viewers, watchers, whatever, um, a lot of the DeFi friendly Shimmer IOTA people uh, were on Phantom, and and they they watched this show back in the day, uh, and and that's kind of where the connection came in. It was like you know mutual fandom sort of building into friendship and and um a, a really cool thing is like this is a super grassroots community because when you have in it for the tech people that aren't doing traditional direct marketing that are focusing on building useful products and trying to address difficult problems you get really kind of i mean i i don't want to say nerves because that kind of belittles everything uh, but you get people who are sincerely sincerely interested in the space they have long time horizons mm -hmm. uh you know they they're bought into the narrative and um that's what's exciting to me and i i work on pretty much every network i talk to every network i try to you know suss out the communities on every single network in the space and you know teams or or foundations, protocols, tokens, whatever, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times the size of Shimmer or IOTA have one-tenth, one-fifth, uh, you know, one-twentieth uh, of, of the, the size of the community and the level of the engagement. And mm -hmm. that, that screams to me, like, you know, long-term. It's like having one or two massive VCs to prop up evaluation and just constantly dump on your heads. Uh, you know, it's it's good for adoption when you're when you're hemorrhaging airdrops, but eventually that stuff stops. And what's left is the people that actually care. 
Um, and, and right now, when I look at, okay, where are the people that actually care? Um, a lot of the times I, I, I look towards Shimmer. Um, I can't even think of a, an alternative right now because because the bear market is um, yeah. so brutal. Ethereum, I guess, is is a good one. Um, I was gonna ask, what do you what do you what do you think is the next biggest, most vibrant community out there, most active? I mean, I think with with kind of the 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 death throes of Phantom, I think really you know Shimmer is up there. Ethereum, of course. Um, I don't even know if I'd say Arbitrum and Optimism. Um, what about base, you know, base Polygon popping. Base is popping, but is it popping because it's Frentech? It's popping because of Frentech. I, I, yeah, I mean, why drawing. is it popping? Is it popping because people care, or is it popping because it's corny? right? Right. Would, would you think? Would true. you think Solana? I would have to throw Solana in there, honestly. I I would throw Solana in there. Um, I've never talked to anyone from Solana ever in the, my life. Yeah, Solana is an, an interesting case, uh, but definitely Solana is in there. Um, mm-hmm. And I think BNB chain is in there, although, you know, a different demographic. So a lot of us may not uh-huh. see the excitement. Um, but yeah, it it, it has the, the, the ecosystem punch of a top chain um, uh, in terms of like community engagement, et cetera, which is really important because that's what's going to get people bought in deeply. Um, and, and excited about the future. Um, and I think that's dope. And I'm not like a shill or whatever. I don't get paid by Shimmer. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I'm technically a guest, but uh, I've, I've talked to the, the team enough, just, you know, going through my regular business development practice that I can say I've historically been extremely impressed. And I, frankly, the industry needs a lot of people like that um, if, if it's going to be successful. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you the thing I like about them. You know, I go on that on that Discord server. It is a bunch of nerds, dude, and I like that, dude. Uh, yeah, but they are nerds, they are stepping up the the other aspects of the business. You know what I mean in terms of marketing and totally. kind of that like. And we're direction. we're in the same boat. Like we're doing mm-hmm. the same thing. We're like I have to unfortunately like become marketing guy. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I I hardly even touch the engineering side right now because it's so well taken care of. Um, so I'm like, you know, just working on strategy, working on, you know, uh, working with KOLs and whatnot, uh, preparing for chapters and and things like that. And I'm sure they're doing the same exact thing. And that's just the in it for the tech guys. You know, they're smart. They know how the markets work. They see the Bitcoin having coming. They see the ETFs coming. They see the the positive catalyst on the horizon. Like the worst, the worst thing would be having better tech and then like people continuing to buy into scams like that's mm. that's what really hurts um mm. so you just have to market just for the sake of the like own fork season was or tomb fork season y'all remember that shit man yeah yeah oh, you, quality it's it's all about like if you have a quality product it's your duty to market the hell out of it and and yeah. get it in the hands of the people uh, because the alternative is they just have crap you know dude like that's to- one thing i've I've been really impressed with about Shimmer is that the people that have chosen to build on that prior to launch, you know, they're teams we have now gotten to know. They're not like these anonymous oh, yeah. devs that are just putting something up. They've been building for a year or more. Nakama is an amazing example because they're deploying a ton of projects. But like one thing I'm really interested to see because of like the IOTA community is big as far as like active 
members on the discord i'd probably say it's twenty thousand active like yeah maybe less but they have sixty thousand on them, i don't know so how I'm they do it i don't yeah, know they've been around a long time where did they find everybody it is but you it know what like, it's been it's like ethereum Sorry. they're old well, they've been around they have Ooh. been around a long time but like they're, they're having a weird identity crisis and that they've always they've supported iota but they feel like iota's never come out with their home run pitch yeah. because it's always been soon soon it's coming oh shit it's delayed but now that's why shimmer evm is such a big deal because it's actually launching it is ready i've been playing on the test net i'm now on the live the main net yeah. uh privately though and um <laughs> I, I can tell you that it's working and and i think when people finally go you know all these years we finally have something we can be proud of I think the enthusiasm is going to be out of control because, you know, like when Phantom, we did not have 10,000 active people on the network when it launched, not for a long ass time. Like yeah. it took a while, you know, for us to like get to, to some semblance of a, a big community. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, we, we like got broken ass phantom finance in like 2020 and like F Uniswap that could only handle one Good pair. Times. Uh, Good and, times. and everybody was so excited and we were just messing around with it and everybody was just banging on it, banging on it, banging on it. And, you know, I'm, I'm so jealous that, uh, um, all the shimmer gang is going to get access to like the Nakama suite of products day one. Um, and, <laughs> It's it's going to be overwhelming, I think, for a lot of people. Like it's it's honestly a good ass thing that they've got you on board, Austin, because they need those damn tutorials. They need like <laughs> the the old Phantom days when everybody was like, "What the hell is this new DeFi product? I need to like look up FTM alerts and see what the hell is about to happen." Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of people like cut their teeth that way, and you know, it's it's going to be really exciting having like a, a super reputable team in Nakama you know, doing all this cool stuff, um, you know, all I'm sure once things are settled down over there, I'll be marching on over, you know, like, Hey, oath chapter, let's do it. Um, <laughs> That's right. You know, That's, right. And, uh, That's what I want know, to hear. It's, it's, it's very, uh, it's very exciting. And I, I think it's easy to look at price or look at, you know, whatever annoying pissed off people are screaming about whatever business decision that they hardly understand. Um, mm. it's easy to just disregard things. And, you know, we, we run into that a lot with, with oath, uh, but tech, good community, good. They have so many connections, so many business resources. Uh, it's just like a, a home run and, and, mm -hmm. you know, it, very, very rarely do people get access to like, an actual blockchain network with actual deep connections and, and long history, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, at this, in this kind of way. Usually it's just like a, an A16Z dump fest, like just shooting tokens at your face. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and this is kind of like, you know, it's, it's not quite grassroots, but it's pretty close. Uh, and, and that's exciting. Um, it's, it's just, I think a really good balance. And um, I know, I know builders are, slowly talking about it and usually once builders talk about things six months later everybody else does so um yeah pretty cool yeah we've been talking a lot about shimmer i mean, no, i, 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 I want to relate this right. to kind of the the greater Austin's market like, yes. yeah because <laughs> uh you know talking about like an unpopular business decision i guess from general population 
but like that's how they view it is like not a, a, a popular one. We got something that came out of optimism and I was looking into this a little bit. Um, here we go. Let me see if this will pop up. I have to use More a different token selling. Yeah, the, 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 this token sale here. Are you aware of this, Beavis? 119 million. Yeah. Being extremely dramatic. I, this is how I'm going to have to start posting, dude. I'm going to have to start posting extremely oh, dramatic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is zero. the perfect engagement farmer. He's uh, good at it. He's pretty funny, too. <laughs> yeah, so essentially they had this token sale, uh, the Optimism Foundation. They sold 116 million OP tokens split among seven purchasers for treasury management purposes. Um, so the big stink being raised is they're like, this wasn't put up to governance. Uh, it's kind of similar to the shimmer thing. They're like, you're selling tokens. You're messing with the supply. You didn't consult us. What's up with that? Uh, but this supply that they're selling from here on optimism is from an unallocated fund. That's kind of like their operating fund. So yeah. like it didn't even need to go to governance. Yeah. And it's not like it was just being market dumped. Yeah. Uh, so the impact, you know, on optimism price is going to be like nil. But what I found most interesting about this uh, is Gabe Shapiro here. He points out or he, he has this an opinion because I brought this up a lot. The, the difficulties with governance and making informed decisions. Um, he's saying that most tokens should be more like stock, which I think is uh, risky legality wise. <laughs> but he makes some good points here. No pre-mine, just mint is needed. Mints should be approved by existing token holders. You add series and convertibility because permanent supply cap is not meaningful. There can always be forks and not needed because most tokens aren't vying to be money. What do you guys think about that? Do you guys think that's I, a I think, I, you know, I don't, no, no, I don't want to go against, you know, Shapiro. He seems go to be against very, him, like, he go seems against to be like a very accomplished <laughs> guy, but here's what I'm picturing, right? Uh -huh. You've got a bunch of token holders that are invested in the success of the project, but mm -hmm. like that's what they're telling you on their face. In the back of their head, they're like, number fucking go up. That's all they give a shit about. Mm -hmm. And you're telling me that you want those people to vote to mint more tokens? Like that's what you want to happen? Because I, I can see scenarios where these tokens must be sold for the welfare uh, and the mm -hmm. future of the project. But you've got a bunch of jackasses that don't want to see the supply get increased. And so they're cock blocking it. And I think it is like it could not be a worse yeah. setup for failure. In my just opinion. total, total conflict of interest. And yeah, like I, this idea is just straight up bad. And the thing <laughs> is, wait till he finds <laughs> out how these these safes and these safts work. The series, the, the seed, you know, pre-seed series ABC is already happening in the background. You know, who do you think mm -hmm. owns the equity of of all these optimism entities? It's not us. It's not the token holders. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I guess, you know, one step beyond that, like, you know, a token is a financial utility. It makes incentive alignment, fundraising and partnership building more efficient and more effective than it's ever been. And that's what's awesome about tokens. The issue is people think of them like stocks. The users think of them like stocks. They think of mm -hmm. them like, you know, whatever. And Literally, legally, they're not supposed to be. They're not meant to be. The point of a token is to create adoption, build partnerships, you know, get people on board an ecosystem and on board a mission, generally for public good. And, you know, when you think about optimism, their whole shit is making open source 
amazing tech that's forked by some of the biggest companies in the space and used by some of the biggest companies in the space for the purpose of DeFi and crypto and Web3 adoption. And it's working. And mm -hmm. like every everybody, like, why would you buy into an A16Z token? Like, like if you're this this super educated guy, you know, mm -hmm. how does how does VC work? Okay, they want to price in a decade of value creation so that nobody else can buy it, and so they get as much as possible, and so that they can accelerate development and growth. That is the whole point of of venture capitalism. So if you want something that is mm -hmm like pure upside, amazing, I, you know, I'm going to treat it like a stock. I'm going to put my $20 in, you know, buying $20 of the OP token, the ARB token, the whatever is like, you know, squeezing an eyedropper into the ocean. Uh, it, it's just like, what do you stand to gain? You can't even mess with the governance. And I guess that's frustrating for me as a user because it's like, oh, you know, I'm putting in a ton of work on this blockchain. Mm -hmm. And if I want to do anything in governance, I need to talk to 20 people that, you know, I've never met and hunt them down. Nobody I know knows them as, as is, you know, blockchain delegation. And, you know, if, if you want a, a project to be successful and grow, like the, the purpose of, of doing anything with a token is, is to drive that adoption. And, you know, uh, I don't think the average token investor cares that much about adoption. Um, and direct democracy has been proven throughout history to not work. Um, you know, we so in America, we have like a delegated democracy or whatever. They so what we're looking at here, the direct issue, because the problem with all kinds of voting systems is if the goals of the constituents are not aligned with the overall goal, right? Being like, you know, that's kind of like was the argument for, you know, the electoral system or whatever uh and yeah. or whatever they did in the constitution right because the idea <laughs> is uh in a typical democracy everybody's interests are not necessarily aligned with our overall larger interests because our interests totally. conflict on the smaller scale and what we're seeing is even more dramatic difference is what you're saying like the average token holder has a completely different perception of even what they're holding as opposed to the the foundations that run these projects. Yeah. And, and I think like, to be honest, that is like, it's kind of the fault of everybody. You know, it's, it's just like we exist in a regulatory environment where usually the safest thing is just to not talk about anything. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so nobody really knows what the hell anything is ever or what anything is supposed to be in crypto. We just see these tokens, we mm -hmm. see a chart and we're like, oh, OK, you know, we, we make that one to one connection. And um, at the end of the day, these are supposed to be commodities. These are supposed to give you the power to control the trajectory of an open source software project. And. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at something like Docker, like Kubernetes with with massive, massive adoption, the right to control development of these platforms is hugely, hugely, hugely valuable um, mm -hmm. and, and really, you know, the, the necessary thing before it becomes valuable is getting adoption. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it's kind of like and, and I think maybe to a certain extent, this is a good interplay being, you know, I want 
like immediate like returns. I want everything to be perfect, only up, amazing. I don't want to ever have anxiety. You know, I haven't been to a therapist ever. Uh, you know, I, my, my eyes are bleeding, um, staring at charts or whatever. And, and then the people who are like, okay, you know, we need resources uh, to penetrate the market. Like literally, if, if you like, just look up what marketing budgets are as, as a percent of revenue per industry. And I'll tell you, it is a lot. It is oh, a yeah. ton. Like marketing budgets, billions and billions and billions of dollars a year uh, for, you know, any, you know, billion dollar company, multi-billion dollar company. And mm -hmm. you just need to understand that if, if you want a project to be successful and you want good outcomes, it's expensive. Mass adoption is probably the most expensive thing to fund in the world. And, you know, you, you can't always get lucky. Like friend tech... In, in our mind, it's like super amazing, mass adoption, perfect, beautiful explosion. This is the ultimate thing ever. And it's like, what, 2,000 users, 3,000 users? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's uh, I, I think perspective is really important here. Nah, Frentech's like freaking 20 users because the only <laughs> Frentech users that are real to me are the ones that own our keys. Wow. I'm talking beautiful. to. Wait, who owns our keys? Uh, <laughs> uh, like 20 of them. <laughs> I didn't know we were on there. Yeah, clearly I'm not profiting from this. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm keeping all 0.1 ETH to myself. All yeah. 200 bucks. Do you want to go to the next topic? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Is it, it's a fun oh. one. Okay, go to the next one. Whoa, 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 you, hold you, on. Before you, we go to the next one, I have two oh. things. One, Mikey, are you wearing pants? No. Okay. And sec secondly, I, you remember the blonde NPC girl that I used to keep throwing on screen because I yeah. was in love with her and she had the little elf ears. So I was searching for her, but I couldn't find her. She's but gone. I found a new favorite. And it's is that a pregnant woman? Right here. Pregnant <laughs> <laughs> Eco, think of the rose, 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 rose. Oh my God. <laughs> Hold on. She's going to She's going to like. Okay. All right. I can't, I can't watch it any longer. <laughs> that was beautiful. I, I just kind of missed the blonde uh, weird ear girl. That's hustle. Yeah. That's hustle. She got a baby coming. She knows she needs that money. <laughs> she's not. She's just fat, dude. She's an alcoholic. Can you, can you send me coming. that? That she was pregnant. What? That I just closed the entire no. browser, bro. That was West Virginia beer gut. Man, <laughs> dude. Oh, man. I don't that have enough Alabama life experience. To beer to, uh, <laughs> dude, that's what that shit was. Can, uh, Dude, can you send me uh, your you, at? Her at? You want to call her? Mikey Pacamante. JW. Oh, all right. Mr. Let's Mr. Go, let's 3 SH family. family. So moving on, on. Moving on. We'll talk about this. Moving on. Tee us up. I, so what is that about governance? But never mind. Move on. Dude, governance I wanna, sucks. I want to talk. So this is well, related to governance, but I want to make this quick. I want to do this is a segment I'm going to call the sucker of the week, dude. This is our sucker of the week. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Let's go. Uh, let me put them up on here. Uh, oh, it's Mikey. No, no, you Mikey. No, 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 no. Wait, the other one. Here we go. Who's the guy that actually put this in? His name is Adam. Okay, never mind. Anyway, it's Mikey. Adam. Yeah, Adam. Adam. Uh, so Vesta Finance. They're a lending platform on Arbitrum. Uh, their two founders, Adam and Midnight. Uh, two of their co-founders are rage quitting. There's, they put in some proposals saying they want out. They want the treasury to buy their Vesta tokens at four cents per token, which is over market price, and they're going to dip. It's a good deal. Um, so, 
<laughs> I don't think this proposal is going to pass, but bold of them, I got to say. They're suckers. They're both the suckers of the week. Um, and right after this one, they put in another one saying they oh, want to just dis- dis- destroy the entire treasury shut down the entire project. Um, wow. So what? how do you guys feel about this? This is not new. There was another project, Grow, that recently voted to, to dissolve. Um, but Vesta, this is very dramatic, very goofy. Yeah. Uh, Beavis, do you have any plans on <laughs> I'm trying to sell your oath back to the treasury at 20 cents on the dollar. That's a good, that's, that's Bro. smart. I can't wait Who's to buying? ship that proposal. Who's buying, baby? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this is, this is like just ridiculous. It's, I mean, this stuff happens, you know, a few times a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just people trying to like, you know, get out of the industry. Things didn't go the way they wanted. It was more work than they thought it would be. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like they got a ton of free money from Arbitrum. Um, they basically have all the all the tools they need to succeed. And their response is to, to rage quit. And we've done plenty of research about Vesta Finance. We marked them down as a non-entity, a non-competitor for when we go to Arbitrum. For some reason, like they had like so many opportunities to be successful um Mm -hmm. and i really don't know what happened maybe um they lost their developers or whatever and it was just guys trying to make something work but uh yeah uh very weird um it reminds me of uh like anubis or other weird governance uh exploitative behavior anubis well that's my sucker for the week but uh I think, you know, it's a very t- typical crypto thing, but I think there's someone else that a lot of other people will consider the sucker of the week. And Austin, this is this is this is where we're gonna put you on the in the fucking yeah. spotlight. Hey, bro. Mike, Mike Howard, I see, I see you watching, dude. Do me a favor, go drop this link in the uh, in the Telegram real quick, uh, so people can come watch us. Okay, so I have not been here for a long time, and I gotta tell you guys, like I was getting just burned. <laughs> I was just getting burnt on everything, dude. I was telling my wife, like, dude, I just want to, like, I want to go quiet in the background. I want to cash out, like, after this next run and just, like, exit. I just want to be freaking gone, right? And so I'll tell you a little backstory before you play any of these videos. So um, you can see in the in the thumbnail that we have today, it's me standing next to Ben. And I, I met him first in... Um, decentral a while back in miami just for briefly mm-hmm. like did an interview when he was down in the bahamas and shit and then when we did uh quantum miami in january you know he and i shot some more content together and he bought this project called bencoin and now i want to preface this by saying up until the point of i would say the bencoin entry um you know, like my interaction with him was brief and most of the information coming in my head is what you guys all see on CT, which is very scathing for the most part. Like, and you you just kind of get this impression like you know somebody uh, just based on a whole shit ton of comments, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, he he asked me to, to go, he, he hit me up and he said, why don't you come up to Atlanta um, and tour the studio. So I went up to Atlanta and I toured, uh, the, the hit network studio. This is back when he was there. And then he flew down to, uh, he flew down to Orlando and invited me to dinner. And when I went to dinner with him, he asked me to join the Ben coin team. And 
I had concerns like out the gate. Now I do want to tell you that my, so up until this point, I had probably spent like, I don't know, two hours with the man. Right. And in those two hours, I'm going, dude, you're like the nicest guy. Why do people, why are you so flamed all over the place? Um, and I kind of like got the impression that there was some bad shit uh, that, that happened back in like 2019 and 2020 of, of taking payments for, for coins and selling it. And then, you know, so when I went up and toured the studio, like they kind of shared with me their business model, et cetera. And they said, look, we made some bad moves back then. We do not take money for tokens any longer. We, you know, we have exchange, uh, exchange partnerships. And they had this partnership with uh, a casino called Stake. And I was like, all right, cool. Because I'm a guy, and I've shared this with you guys, I'm a guy that has destroyed his life multiple times and had to rebuild it. And so as a result of that, I have a lot of compassion for where people make mistakes, especially if they say, I did something wrong and I'm going to correct it moving forward, right? So I was like, all right, cool. This, my experience with this guy is he actually is really kind and nice. And so he asked me to join the Bencoin team as an advisor. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll do that. Uh, kind of started getting into the weeds and realizing that my role here is going to be a lot bigger uh, than, than just advisor because there was a lot going on. And once I got my hands on it, I was like, ooh, we got to do some stuff here. So um, anyhow, I'm, I'm now the chief operating officer of, of Bencoin. And that's kind of where I've been spending a lot of my time uh, lately is over there with that community. And I got to be honest with you, you know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about the drama in a second, but just from a personal standpoint, um, interacting with that community has reinvigorated me for cryptocurrency. Uh, it has gotten me back excited again because what I found out because that project, you know, the kind of the overarching goal is to get to new people and, and kind of bring them in, which is a huge goal and we got a long way to go. But <laughs> what I found was that a lot of the stuff that we talk about just casually, we just throw these terms around because everyone that watches this show or all of us, we know what they are. When you get into, you know, other places, uh, yes, I hold a lot of Ben tokens, uh, 3SH, uh, but you know that you troll me like on every time I'm on this show. So I don't even know why you're asking. Um, but anyhow, um, what was I saying? Oh, the things that we just take for granted, like it kind of blows people's minds. If you get into different circles, like, uh, you mentioned Cardano earlier, I, I've noticed a lot of Cardano holders, uh, in that group, you know, and, uh, not saying anything bad about that. So, but that has reinvigorated me because it's given me the ability to come in and, uh, do use the connections I've made over the years, use a lot of the stuff stuff I've learned over the years and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, for me, that has been like a tremendous experience from a, a personal standpoint. Um, and tomorrow I'm, I'm actually flying up to Atlanta to spend the weekend, uh, with my two coworkers, Ben included, um, to just kind of war room and build and do a whole bunch of cool shit. One thing that's going to be happening, which he he admitted openly, is that we're going to be going to South Carolina so he can take a lie detector test because there's been a lot of shit thrown at him uh, that is is completely wrong, uh, and and I believe him wholeheartedly. And so I'm going to be with him while he goes to take this lie detector test, and he's going to come back and release all of this publicly. Are you guys going to record it? Go fuck themselves. I don't know. I'll, I'll if he wants me you to. You should record, record it. it. This is like keeping wanna, up with the Kardashians a little. Yeah. I want to like talk about like, there's thing. so much drama out right now surrounding Ben. You're muted, Mikey. Um, yeah, Mikey. There's so much drama out this whole time. surrounding Ben. And he knows the Kardashians. like. Kardashians. That's too late. Sorry. 
uh, on our first Die. or second, it was probably our second meeting when over, he invited man. me to dinner. I said, you know, I'll come do this with you. But like what I said to him was, I don't want to get tweeted out to a million people because like we've managed to keep our nose clean for so long. And to keep your nose clean in this industry means you turn away money. That's what that means. You actively say no to money. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm like, I just don't want the drama. I got kids. Like, I don't even want to deal with that shit. As I got to know Ben and as this um, drama unfolded and I started to see like the real human side of him because like he does show a side that's very kind of Trumpish. Uh, it, it makes it, e and I've told him that it makes it, it makes it kind of easy to, you know, take a contrarian view to him as a person or to think, you know, who he is as a person. Um, but as I got to know him more and I saw a different side of him, I started to retract that. And I started to say, you know, actually, dude, I'm going to roll with you because, uh, you know, I've, you guys know my history. Like I've shared some of it in here, mm -hmm. um, that I've made a ton of mistakes in my life and I've had to make amends and rebuild from that. And, you know, the nice thing about having shattered your life, like I made a bunch of money younger. I lost it all by my own hand. Then I made a bunch of money again. And, you know, when you do it the second time, it's, it looks a lot different than the first time. The first time around, you think you shit doesn't stink. You think this is always going to be this way. <laughs> you know, that was my, that's how I was. It was very ego driven. But when you lose it all and you realize, okay, the only thing that's really real is like what's in my heart and the relationships that I have with people, the money will come and go. Um, and so when I got it the second time, it was with a different, a new pair of glasses, right? I saw it all differently. And so he's going through kind of that metamorphosis right now, I would say. Um, and mm. his, like he, he built that company hit network from the ground up. It's his YouTube channel. It's his Twitter. They existed before anyone else came along. He built them with his own two hands. And, uh, he's the majority shareholder of that company. And these guys got together and literally conspired to try and push him out. Now, am I going to say that like he, never screamed at anyone no he probably did and am i going to say that like you know he wasn't doing things that may have been questionable because even he admitted like that he was taking you know fentamine which is a it's a uh, diet pill you know he was taking steroids not like trt like you know that you would get from a doctor but you know and he admitted all that he was taking steroids yeah yeah, so okay. I need to. He actually admitted that shit. on one of the on one I'm of the getting, Ben coin I'm AMAs, fat, bro. But <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, I wanna like really, I really want to chat about this for a second because, mm -hmm. like, I know that a lot of people watching this, or at least I thought this would be their impression, they would go, "That doesn't line up for me. It just doesn't make sense, right? Why would Austin go do that?" And mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you why I would do that because there are, there are just places within me that are like uber compassionate um, towards people going through stuff like this. And I want to tell you that what he's going through and the way that he's going through it in his life situation, like really lands on a lot of my life experience. Like I have a lot of experience with very similar things, even to the point of having partners that screwed me over to the point of having, you know, ambiguous operating agreements that had certain clauses in them that people have used to get rid of me, like all sorts of stuff. Right. And, and so I just want to tell you guys that like, yes, there's a lot of drama going on right now around him. And for me personally, as somebody who talks to him every day and works with him, I fully in my heart believe he's getting screwed over by the other side. 
And I also believe that once this all shakes out in court, that he's going to emerge with all of his assets back, with everything back. Um, and, and these other guys are going to literally be squashed into the ground and never be able to work in this industry again because they've just been actively trying to fuck people over. And this guy, like his family has been threatened with death threats. He, the, the whole gamut of what you could assume you could do against a person, mm -hmm. they've, they've tried to do it against him. And I want to say that like, he set, he set himself up in a way because he gave a ton of other people control over his own life, his own finances, his schedules. Like he had other people running shit for him. And as a result, it meant he could get rugged. And he did. He just never assumed that was going to happen. Right. So now he's fighting back. And I will tell you that, that like, he's a very controversial guy, but love him or hate him. Like he just started broadcasting again on his own channel and got like 5,000 people watching it live. In crypto. Hit, hit like Network has like people. 600 yeah. people watching yeah. it live. Like he's, he's 10xing their viewership. If I had so 5,000 people watching me right now, I'd I would, I would be scared. I would you, probably yeah. be, be, it would be weird. physically scared. <laughs> it would be weird, dude. You, you, you know? <laughs> Who was one but, of the first so, people to, oh, sorry. I'll go ahead, Austin. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say that, like, the, so before we started kicking over to Blockbytes, Clay, you guys all remember Clay, had mm -hmm. pitched me on an idea about an educational platform. And it was this modular platform where you could send new people to and it could be built out. Do you guys remember this? Um, and like it was something that we could walk, walk people through and take them from why does Bitcoin exist all the way to, you know, what is DeFi type of shit. And believe it or not, that is like, one of the exact goals of Bencoin. Now, I will tell you that I think when Ben built this roadmap, he didn't envision any of what's going on right now to be the case. Um, and so it's it's a much bigger job now than I think it would have been had he had all of the things in place that that he was planning on using for this. But I'm really excited to be a part of this. I and like I don't give a shit what anyone thinks because most of the people that shit talk Ben, they don't know him. But I actually do because I work with them every day. And I can tell you that the heart of this person is not, does not line up with the comments that you see made about him. Period. End of story. He, he, there are times when he's emotional and I wish he would talk to me before some of these tweets. But like, but that aside, like, that's, that's it. Uh, I, I, I believe in him. And so as a result of that, I put in my Twitter bio that I'm, you know, the chief operating officer of Bencoin now because I want to stand with him. That's it. That's all I got. I just really quickly, I just want to say um, not many people in crypto put their lives on the line like Ben did as early as he did. Yeah. And still to this day is doing the same thing. He is an integral figure to blockchain, Web3 this space i hate using the word this space but it's the easiest way to describe it he is like a kardashian almost <laughs> you know just without, just without you know like hundreds of millions of others following him and how many people hate on people like i'm not how many people hate on the kardashians plenty of people hmm 
you know, it's just like trying to feel sympathetic. It's very interesting what? to choose the no. Kardashian. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what I mean by that, what I mean by that is he put they, a they lot drove Kanye West line. insane. Yeah, he put a lot on the line. He he lived his life in front of the camera. I think BitBoy, and, um, and, and he chose to do, sure that's a decision that he it, it's a it's a decision that he chose. He chose to do that. He has to live with mm -hmm. it. Yeah, but I still think he should be treated with a lot of compassion. I think I there know. is like a big divide right now between <laughs> the researchers, VCs, know-it-alls, et cetera, even myself. Uh, there's a big divide between that camp and the people that we say we want to onboard to crypto. Because I'll tell you, you know, some of the most fun I have is when like I somehow end up talking to my Uber driver or whatever about crypto mm -hmm. for 30 minutes to an hour. And, you know, there, there's something about taking someone by the hand and taking them from zero to one. Um, and, and there's something about that that is so truly magical that I think a lot of the, the uh, professionals in this industry are so jaded, so tired, so exhausted they've become totally disconnected from that feeling. Um, and that's what I'll say. I mean, I, I don't have any opinions on the drama that's going on. Uh, it seems overall, you know, pretty ridiculous. Uh, I think this is one of those things where I'm just like, you know, the court of public opinion is fairly useless. We know this. It's powerful, but useless. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of excited to see how this shakes out. Well, I'm not excited necessarily, but interested. I've been uh, I've been following it very loosely, seeing the commentary, and also understanding, like via Austin, that oh, this is just like a normal guy with with a normal life, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And dude, and on our first on our first or the second meeting, I told him I said, dude, I don't do drama. So like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, but I'm in the background. You don't like people don't even know I exist and then all of a sudden i start doing the amas and telegram and all i'm like i can't be in the background but but then all of a sudden i land in the drama that all of crypto twitter has their eyes on and i when i step back and honestly look at this and i go you know i'm a lot like this guy like i've had a lot of the same experiences that he's had and i've had a lot of the same struggles that he's had and i can i have to look at this and go i'm here for a reason and it's not financial like there's other reasons that I'm here just because of the way that I believe the world works. Um, and, and I think I'm supposed to be here doing this, like helping in this capacity. And so that's what I'm doing. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. So I'm going to be up in, up in Atlanta for the next four days, war rooming Ben coin and rocking <laughs> out. And by the way, you know, what's been fucking rad is we we've had the ability to work with some of my old friends, like, uh, the paint swap team has been helping us out. And perhaps even somebody on this stream is going to be doing some work with us. Um, and it's been really cool. And I've gotten to call in some of those, you know, favors, uh, that, you know, FTM alerts was always done for free. And I got to meet a lot of people and learn a lot of things, but I also made a lot of contacts. And so I'm able to call back on them. And that's been really super nice and useful.
So you forget how much uh, Austin knows about uh, the technical side of crypto until you you get him in a room with with non technical parties, um, <laughs> and that is uh, something I've had the privilege privilege of doing, uh, which mm -hmm. has been kind of hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, to three three SH's point, uh, you know, he thinks I've got opinions. Like literally, when it comes to drama, when it comes to swirling human emotions, whatever, like. I just, I try really hard to care um, and I care in that I'm sympathetic for every party, but at the end of the day, it's just like, this stuff is going to work out. Our beautiful subconsciouses are going to filter out most of the bad parts. You know, probably everybody's going to look back on it fondly, except, you know, whatever guys are in the wrong. Um, I feel like and, I, and that's just how, you know, life is. I got to explain like why I laughed is, is when you said that you can think of swirling human emotions. You try really hard to care. <laughs> yeah. like like, sociopath. Like when people are feeling emotions, I find it difficult to relate. Yeah. I mean, at the, it's like, it's like talking heads, it. you know, it's like, yeah. I've, I've got like my own stuff going on and, and, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not here to get on my knees and, you know, show perfect mm -hmm. undying love to everybody who who's going through something. But, you know, what I, what I can do is I can stay neutral and I can, you know, try my best to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's the name of the game for me. Do you guys yeah. remember, and I know we forget this shit, but like, do you guys remember the first time you like sent funds to an exchange? Like if, when you sent Ethereum yes. from a wallet to an exchange and you're going, <gasps> right? And you're like, yeah. where's the block explorer? I don't know the URL. And you're like checking it and it's like, why hasn't it landed? It's been a minute, right? And we're freaked out. And because yeah. we just don't understand, I'm encountering a lot of people mm -hmm. that are new. And I remember, like, I remember what it's like to be new and it is scary as shit. And yeah. if people don't help these people, they're not going to stick around because it's too goddamn difficult. They might as well go buy stocks on TD Ameritrade. And that's what I'm getting to do. Buying Phantom on Right with point. the new folks. Yeah. With the, I'm with telling the you, that's what, on ramp. It's the whole, it's the whole point of oh, what, I know this sounds funny, but like it's the whole point of what Bancoin is, is to take that information that people just don't know where to get and help them get it. And maybe in a personalized way. Uh, but Ooh. like I've been fielding a lot of that stuff, walking people through wallet setups and all this shit, and I live for it. I fucking love it. When I when I when I first um, got really into uh, crypto, one, one of the first things I wanted to try to do was get into the uh, Avagachi um, <laughs> original mint. The eggs? A oh, long time oh, ago. Now oh, the little ghosts with the little with ghost. the outfit. Long yeah, time yeah, ago. yeah, I, I long remember. Time ago. Nick Nick Mudge product project. The inventor I, of the I, I was ready piano. to go, dude. I, I thought I was ready to go. You know, I was watching. Uh, what was that guy's name? He got his YouTube taken away. Uh, Crypto Dad or or uh, Crypto Daddy. Crypto Daddy or something on YouTube, and I think he got it taken away and never got it back. But uh, you know, like I was watching how to like you know go to pancakes. One, one of the first things I learned how to do was go to Pancake Swap, and and so now I'm thinking like, oh, I know how to do everything on crypto. Years ago, I still think that, and I don't know. But so, so I'm trying to go to. So, so I'm trying to like. I'm, I'm in. I'm in the room. You know, launch is happening on for for Avogachi's. I lost like two hundred and fifty dollars because I didn't because I, I bridged to the wrong address. <laughs> it's it's a very it's a very easy thing to get wrong. 
I've gotten so close to, to doing that. There was this issue, if you're a Phantom OG and you remember the like original like Phantom chat, the most common issue was people would accidentally send um, tokens to the wrong KuCoin wallet, to the Ethereum one. Right. And, you know, right. now, now we know that, oh, you know, they can just create another hot wallet on Phantom and, and handle it. But the perception was that this was some complex borderline impossible issue and nobody, nobody had any idea that, you know, using the uh, same cryptography, forking EVM, whatever resulted in a unified address on every chain uh, with the private key. So now we would think, oh, that's an easy issue to, to solve. But it used to be like, you know, world ending for people and, and nobody would have any idea how it worked. And we just assumed Phantom was like, you know, some crazy, you know, uh, like Turbion watch spinning in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, you know, now, now to a lot of us, it's just the simplest thing. It just makes sense. And um, I think, you know, uh, making it make sense for people is, is super valuable. And I, mm -hmm. I, had many close calls, Mikey, just like that. Uh, right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, at the I, end I, of the day... Really quickly, really quickly, Corval, just real quick. Um, you know, mass adoption won't come through things like friend tech. No. It'll come through things like Bencoin. Well... True? True? <laughs> maybe no, medium no. adoption. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mass that's adoption comes through things like, you know, but that, Venmo, that's one of the, that's know? one of the things yeah. that Venmo has to do. It's, 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 it's true. Like, you know, it's almost like, it's like boots on the ground. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's, that's where like, there's this bridge that needs to get built between centralized exchanges and decentralized exchanges, centralized entities, and even centralized TradFi payment infrastructure, like FinTech, Venmo, Square, Cash App, whatever. There needs to be a good bridge from those entities to, okay, now I'm in DeFi. Now I'm controlling my own destiny. Now I'm getting better execution, lower fees, you know, better security model, self-custody. I don't have to expose myself to, you know, coked out risk managers, you know, that are TradFi, Jane Street dropouts. Do you whatever. often expose yourself to coked out risk managers? I mean, is that I do. part of it? How, how do you think, how do you think I... I uh, Get these Surprise, advisors. Not in jail you know? right now. <laughs> <laughs> no exposure of that sort that you're alluding to, <laughs> sir. But um, yeah, it's like uh, and and the the hate that the people trying to you know build this bridge get. It's like, bro, you think you think Bitboy is intentionally like you know mess with people. You think he's in like intentionally you know advertising bad coins or whatever the hell. Like social engineers are constantly trying to get influencers to shill stupid shit. Bingo. People Bingo. that are are way smarter than all of us are like there are probably a thousand people that are literally developing 20 page dossiers on BitBoy so that they can get up his ass and get him to say the name of a token that they can rug to fund whatever exactly. fucking terrorist operation they're trying to fund. There, know, are people, yeah. talking about. There, there are people smarter than us that are still getting social engineering. <clears throat> Exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's like, like if you are if you are the highest exposure individual, you're going to get the highest exposure from every angle about everything. So, 
I just, I mean, I, hope I have a dossier out there. <laughs> a one well, page I, laminated, I, I, one page I, laminated. Use it as like a placemat. Let I me think I maybe I cap probably have off. like a half pager. Oh, go ahead. Let me cap off. this off real quick. Mm-hmm. For anyone that's watching, and we don't have a view, big viewership. I mean, there's 46 people watching. Big deal. Gangsters. But I will encourage all of you guys to suspend your belief that you know who Ben Armstrong is for a little while and go, go try and investigate and actually find out. Right? He'll talk to you. Like he's a super nice dude. Uh, should he have probably had like counsel? And I don't mean legal counsel. I mean you know wise men gain counsel, right? Uh, yeah. Should he have potentially had a circle of counsel that he can lean on? Yes. And I think moving forward, he will. Should he have not given the keys to the kingdom to other people to be able to rug him? Absolutely. But moving forward, he's he's going through like this metamorphosis stage. And it's one that I've been through, you know, on a lot of levels. And I'm excited to be a part of this. I'm excited to be a part of Endpoint. I'm excited when... At 11 o'clock at night, I just got out of the shower and I'm about to go to bed and somebody hits me up and goes, hey man, I just got my tracer in the mail and I have no clue how to connect it to Ravi. And I go, fuck it. I'm just going to spend the next 30 minutes helping this dude because I'm going to sleep well as a result of that. And you know what that dude's going to go do? He's going to go help somebody. And then a year from now, he's going to pop into the chat and go, Austin, you remember when you taught me how to do that? Yeah. Here's what I was able to do as a result. And I'm getting goosebumps telling you about it because that's way better than anything else and that's the and shit that we're going to get to do 11:45 you wander out of your you wander wander out of your office back into your bedroom and you wonder where the hell did my wife get a gun <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what are you talking about like put wow. down that damn phone yeah nice going out 11 11 11 p.m. That also before bed um that also but one of the hardest things phone. to do is to especially on crypto Twitter is to make your own determination about something really like to not go with what the herd says, because it's always just the assumption the herd may be right. But the herd, let me tell you, the herd has been fucking wrong in this world many, many times over the last few years. And we've seen it. Like I'm not even going to throw it out because it's too politicized at this point, but the herd has been wrong straight up. And, and I can tell you that the herd is wrong in this instance. And again, you made some, go ahead. And, and the anon, the, the anonymous herd is always the loudest. Yeah, it's what I said earlier. Yeah. It's and I also drama's say, fun. Drama's fun. You know, if, it's uh, if anyone watching like wants to, if you think you have something to contribute, if you want to be a part of like building out this educational platform, or you want to be helpful to new people, or something about that, just like tugs on your heart, and you go, you know what? Maybe I want to like share some time doing that. Reach out to me because we want to work with you. We're going to need an army of people, and that's shit, another yeah. big part of what we're come- doing is we're. We're putting this army together, you know? Yeah. If you want to come so. on Block Bites too, like if you guys want to come on a show sometime, just text Corval. Corval just text, direct, text his phone. Just send him a picture of your Mikey. feet. Mikey's the That's one all he asking for it. Don't text me. Text Mikey. Corval, put your text number in me if you want to join my S4 Kingdom <laughs> Guild. Text me, text me if you got some mithril armor for me, buddy. You got the friend set, keys. <laughs> yeah. If oh, you yeah. Also, I got a bunch of friends. Buy a friend set key. Yeah, I've been holding on to those. I'm just going to dump them all in the Discord server. Jump in the Discord server and grab a friend tech key, then text me. <laughs> That's amazing. Nah, friend tech, honestly, friend tech is kind of cool because it's like uh, you can actually let people yeah, text my... you and, and just pay wallet. Yeah. That way that filters out all of the like, you know, uh, 
evil techs and weird techs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, maybe not. I've never been on friend tech, but I probably will eventually. Uh, there you go. Yeah, once, you once, once all the airdrop value has gone to zero and it's not cool anymore, I will join friend tech. And yeah. Like, oh. Remember Big Cloud? Remember Big Cloud? It was the exact same as friend tech almost. Not quite. But like the hype. Yeah, but Frentech is a paradigm saft. So you know if you use it, you're gonna get a bunch of money for free. You know what the beautiful thing about Frentech is, is their marketing and the people they're like obvious you just make money by being an influencer. So of course all the influencers are gonna shill it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as bear market, bro, dude, alignment. these people are turning over like thousands of dollars a week. Like mm -hmm. it's it's like the Binance play, you know, they they get a bunch of seed round tokens. And then they just make the valuation crazy, crazy high because the higher the valuation, the more fees you're going to turn over just, you know, by the nature of it. Mm -hmm. um, Frentech is kind of the same thing. If you're an influencer, you pump the value of your key, you get more and more volume circulating through. It's mm -hmm. like it's just turning everybody into like <laughs> like their own little exchange. Uh, mm -hmm. which is you know it's right. also convincing a bunch of people with no friends that they have friends and that is a marketable <laughs> thing see i know uh, i i know online. i don't have friends so i i get I'm on friend. i know that Mother i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i i i know but you don't use friend tech you know i'll, I'll maybe get i'll beg corval to buy my my coin or whatever Okay, maybe you, I maybe, maybe, maybe my maybe my keys will will pop. You would off. sell a lot of keys. I think maybe your keys would pop off, dude. But dude, I would I would not say anything, dude. Literally, anytime I touch social media, it is to promote something or say something educational or say something annoying. I'm just posting uh, pictures of Mike Tyson and our friend tech thing. I'm ruining the Block Brights brand on friend tech, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson's anyway. cool though. Don't yeah, I mean it is cool. I got that picture of him with the tiger. Anyway, besides the point um i want to you know close it off here i don't know maybe maybe you guys want to stick around some more but i just wanted to say you know ben i don't know him that well all i really know is what i've seen online so and you know and i know that's all fake but austin hook me up if he plays me in pickleball he'll win my favor <laughs> he, dude they had a pickleball court, court in the studio dude i don't really? know anything about pickleball. and they took the yeah, fucking was, i've never played pickleball, studio, but i think i would be good at it I think it Dude, would be that studio. It seems like Let me tell you, guys square, you would be this. You would be good. I hate it. saying it because like it's the old studios, the the hit network, the one they're trying to take from him. But like, dude, that studio, when you walk in there, it's this one massive room with a ton of people working, lining mm -hmm. it. But like each station is like it's like a new show. Like you walk in and you go, Oh, I've seen that show. I know where that show is. And and it's dude, I shit you not. It's like 20,000 square feet, multi-level. But they have an entire section oh, in the basement yeah. where a couple guys just work with wood and they're, they're just building out sets. Like it's He's absolutely with out wood? of control. Are you kidding me? Davis, don't expose yourself to the risk managers. You have a sick ride. Beavis, your keys on Frentech would go crazy. I really do think that. But then also, you know, the first time, you know, I, w I was a big like, uh, you know, bit boy, like, Oh, this, 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 this loser, you know, because I didn't know him. I didn't, you know, I, I just saw the character that he played. I met him down in quantum Miami. Um, when block bites first brought me on to yeah. the team. Um, right. I, I met him backstage and I talked to him for like 20 minutes. He really is just the nicest guy. And, um, I'm really hoping that he comes out of this on top, man really am he really is just one of the nicest people you'll meet and it's totally just a character i mean he's put his entire uh life out on video every single day for his life and 
and and the bad bad times are going to happen. And I, I hope that he comes out on top. I'll be rooting for him. Uh, but also, uh, yeah, Beavis, get on front tag, bro. But but let me know before you do. I'll buy I'll buy your key. Don't let him hack the front end though. I'll buy, I'll buy your key. Oh, yeah. Everyone's screwed. Get a, get a burner. Get a burner. Steal your money. Show. Uh, maybe we don't have time for that subject matter, but yeah, key extraction for MPC wallets is not that hard. Uh, mm -hmm. And luckily, there's a team out there who's created a perfect solution. Uh, so if you're building with MPC tech, you should DM OXBBIS on Twitter, uh, and he can talk to you about the future of uh, wallet technology. Okay. Mark Jeffries here. Well, I can tell you it tech. is. Oh, dude, yes. Mark Jeffrey. Okay, Mark finally. Mark. Hey, Me buddy. and Mark will interact on Friend Tech, and it'll be so amazing. And everybody's going to wonder, you know, all about Gene Wolf. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think Mark reads Gene Wolf, but he should. Read Mark Gene should. Wolf, Mark, Gene and we can cool. talk about it. There's so many famous people. Like, he's he's cloudy. Dude, Mark is crazy. Dude, Mark knows everybody. Like, it's yeah. insane how many people this guy I miss. Knows. I miss talking to Mark every week so much. Mark like, is like, oh, my friend, the guy who invented the telephone. Yeah, <laughs> my, my, friend, yeah my, my friend, the guy that wrote the script for Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, he knows everybody. It's crazy. Oh, my friend, the man who crafted the sun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the awesome. heck? All right, we yeah, got to wrap this up. We ain't even awesome. doing nothing. I got shit to do. I got to go pick up my daughter. All right, yeah. So let's close it out, guys. Uh, anyone want to plug some stuff? Let's start with Mikey. Mikey, got anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, deeper governance. Earlier, he said that he wants Corval to start hosting the Twitter Spaces okay. for, on Monday, and I just want to say I think that's a great idea. Fine, have him do it. He has a better mustache than me. But every Monday, Shimmer Community Twitter Spaces at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, 6 p.m. CEST. Um, last week we had Dom on. It's always a good time, and Shimmer Live, um, a Buck Bites original show, is starting very soon as well. Uh, get pumped for the Shimmer EVM launch and uh, come to Block Bites for all of your, um, you know, DGen needs. <clears throat> yeah. Or all Beautiful. of your non-DGen needs as well. I think right. we cover a wide range of topics and sensibilities. Uh, so just hang with us. We'll give you the, the cold, hard facts. No nonsense. You have a twisted psychopath that's willing to look at everything from uh, a bird's eye view. Just kidding. But, no, it's yeah. all true. I'm a twisted psychopath. I do look at it from a bird's eye view. Beavis, <laughs> anything to, to 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 push on the audience, sort of sell them? Uh, yeah, um, Gatorade. <laughs> it's coming back in a big way. Oh yeah, you're not a prime guy. You're not a orange juice tank, Paul. No, prime guy. <laughs> no, that's just hard. No, yellow power. Why don't we need? We need yellow powerade back. Okay, that's that's all it's I got. There. Oath.eco, guys, come on, follow the Oath Foundation on Twitter. We're doing the most awesome stuff in the entire industry. Okay, come on. All right, that's that's my my. Show. I love to hear it. Read our posts, please. I spend mm -hmm. a lot of time on them. Now, Mister Ramped, what do you, what do you got for us? Well, I'll echo what Mikey said. I don't really care about powerade, like personally. Uh -huh. I. I I drink these uh, electrolytes in the morning. They're like all sodium, but they're perfect for after the gym. But I will tell you guys, and I don't even care. We're not even talking about the token here. If I, I, I would encourage people to just familiarize yourself a little bit with the concept behind Bencoin. And I know like even the name, I still feel like the name's kind of funny. Like I wish it was called maybe something else. Like, but, but that is what it is. And, and like, if you like this industry, even a little bit, 
um, and you have something to share, I can tell you just from, from my own life experience that a, by helping other people to learn, you're going to help yourself. Uh, and you know, you're going to, I don't know, there, there's just something about using what you have to help other people that is like, it's just a life altering thing. Like it is just a quality thing to do. And if you would like to be a part of that, like I'm not, you know, if you want to be a part of that, we have, we're going to have like positions available and some of those will be paid positions, but like, we're, we're going to be building out this massive educational platform, lobbyists, like supporting government candidates. Like there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be happening once we get the revenue streams down, which we're pretty close to doing now. So if, if that's something that appeals to you and you want to be a part of, man, I would suggest you check it out and you can also reach out to me. Fantastic. Beautiful. Okay. Well, guys, thanks everyone for coming. I really appreciate it. It was a lively stream. I think we covered a lot of fun stuff, man. Um, what do I want to plug? Uh, you know, you know your own health and safety, guys. Yeah. Be careful yeah, right. out there. Don't get, get hacked. Checked. Beware of friend tech at the moment because of that vulnerability. Uh, the front end, I think it's just like logging in or something. Yeah. yeah, you don't sweat it. Just don't keep a bunch of money in there. Yeah, maybe pick pick a salad instead of pizza one day this week. Okay, guys, come on. Thank you, Beepus. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Pick a salad instead of a pizza. Make yourself a smoothie. Treat yourself. Take care of yourself. All right, guys. Thanks again for showing up. We love you all. Like and subscribe, all that jazz. Help us grow. And we'll see you Monday, Shimmer Space with Mikey. Well, you'll hear him, not see him. But Thanks anyway. for your time, everybody. Adios, everybody. My, uh, my guys. will be off. <laughs> Um, Beavis, let me know when your friend tech is live. I'll, uh, I'll buy put your pants on, Mikey. Hey, what's up, folks? Really appreciate you watching the show today. Please remember to like and subscribe and leave us some comments. Uh, we're always open to hearing some feedback. And while you're here, why not check out a couple other videos? See you next time.